I'm the pastor here at Branches, and I'm so excited about this morning. Uh, Before we get into our Bible story, I want to talk about a couple things going on at church. So first of all, every Sunday for just a minute, we talk about the offering. And offering means something that we give back to Jesus, doesn't it? Because we love God. And we know that God has given us everything we have. And so we want to give just a little bit of it back to Jesus. And I want to tell you, if you are a first-time guest here, we want you to feel no pressure to give. This is for people who call branches their church home. And so for those of you who are here for the first time, all we would ask is that you would consider filling out the orange Connect card that I gave you at the door this morning. And you can uh, fill that out at any time and pop it in the offering drop box on your way out the door this morning, or I'll meet you back at the same place you met me, and you can give it to me there. Uh, For those of us who call branches our church home, I thank everyone who's given regularly. I so appreciate what you're doing to further the kingdom at Branches. If you uh, say Branches is my church home, but you haven't begun to give an offering, I want to let you know that a portion of our yearly budget goes to our B-Kids ministry. And so when you choose to become a regular giver at Branches, you are investing in our children. We have some really exciting things that we believe will make our B-Kids program better and stronger that we aren't currently able to do. And so I just want you to know that if If you choose to become a giver at Branches, you are helping us build that for our kids. And I'm super excited about our future. A couple things coming up. First of all, Life Groups launch in one week. Next week. So you have one week to get signed up. Life Groups are the primary way that we encourage you to build relationships and friendships here at Branches. If you ask people that have been going here a long time, many of them will tell you that their friend group at Branches came directly from their life group. And so it's such an important way to get connected here. You can sign up for that at branchesvineyard.org groups on your church center app. Or Jim Pattison, our life group leader, will be standing at the booth in the lobby on your way out, and you can just get signed up right there. It'll be so easy. Secondly, you guys are going to like this. We're having a family movie night this Friday, September 16. We're watching Encanto. It's going to be so fun. Uh, It'll be at 7.30 on the lawn. We have to wait a little bit later in the day so that we can see the screen when it's getting dark. And um, we will provide popcorn. You can bring snacks, drinks, maybe some hoodies and blankets to stay cozy warm, and we'll have so much fun. I'm super excited. Okay, it's time for our story. But before we tell the story, we're going to play a game. Can you hand me that, please? Thank you. This is the story box game. If you were here last time we had Family Sunday, we played this game as well. And how this game works is that there's something in this box that relates to our story today. And you have to guess what it is using yes or no questions. And we would like some adults to help with this too. So Micah, do you have a question? It is not a blanket. Yes, Leighton. It is not an animal of any kind. No, no. Uh, Kaylin. It's not a toy. Good, good. Yes. It's not candy. Yes. It's not a kind of curtain. Would any adults like to ask a question? Yes, Mike. 
It's not broccoli. It's not a food product. Yes, Lydia. It's not a book. Nope. Yes. Oh, you guys have already all... Somebody else that hasn't asked a question yet. (gasps) Yes, Layla. It's not a table. Yes. It's not an article of clothing. Jay? It's not an instrument. It is not. Yes, Polly. It's not a plant. I'll give a hint. It's something that you might use to build a table. So many hands up now. Okay, yes. It is building equipment. Yes, yes. Renee. It's a hammer! Woo! Good job. I stole this from Justin's toolbox this morning. He doesn't know I have it. I'm going to give this back now. Great job, guys. That was so fun. Okay, so today I'm going to tell you a story that Jesus told about two people who both build a house at the same time. They use a hammer and build a house, but they build it in two different ways. So wave your hand if you ever saw a house getting built, like when it's just wood framing, like the picture on the screen. Raise your hand. Yeah, yeah. My dad used to put siding on houses, and I would help him, and I saw tons of houses like this. And today, we're going to have a big idea that we're learning, and you're going to say it with me, okay? So I'm going to tell you what it is, and then we're going to practice it together. It's build your life on Jesus. Can you say it with me, everybody? Build your life on Jesus. Now we're going to put hand motions to it. Ready? Okay. Build your life on Jesus. Let's try it again. Build your life on Jesus. So good. Okay, let's do it one more time. Build your life on Jesus. Great, thank you. But I do kind of wonder, what does it mean to build your life on Jesus? I wonder what that means. I think that Lydia might be able to tell us. Could you come here? Thank you. Let's everybody give Lydia a hand. If you recognize Lydia, she got baptized a couple weeks ago at Worship in the Park, which was a big step in your relationship with Jesus. So I wanted to ask you, what do you think it means to build your life on Jesus? Those are great. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Thank you. Now, Leighton, I think you know something about building your life on Jesus, too. Everyone give Leighton a hand. Yeah. Can you tell us what you think it means? I think building your life on Jesus means worshiping him all you can and giving your life to him. Wonderful. Thank you, Leighton. Okay, before I tell you the story, I want to kind of give you a picture of what it is happening. So Jesus is talking to a bunch of people, and he's talking on a hillside, kind of like a a sledding hill. Not the kind where you go like super fast, but like just a nice long ride, you know? And so imagine we're all sitting on the hill, and there's tons of people, way more than that are in this room even, and they're all listening to Jesus talk. And he's telling them things about 
what it means to have a good relationship with God and a good, and a good life. And so he says things like, hey, guys, you should be kind to each other. You should love each other. If you need something, pray and ask your heavenly father for it and trust God that he will give you what you need. And he also told them the golden rule. Does anybody know the golden rule? What is it? Almost. Okay, Leighton, do you know it? That's right. Yes, that's the golden rule. And then Jesus, he starts wrapping up its message. Everybody's getting a little hungry for lunch, you know, so he's winding it up. And he tells them one last story, and it's the story I'm going to tell you. And it's a big, important story, and it tells us about the big idea we're learning today. Ready? Are we ready for it? Build your life on Jesus. Okay, this time, just do the motions with one hand and plug your nose. Ready? Build your life on Jesus. So good. Thank you. All right, here comes the Bible story. Are you ready to listen with your ears and with your heart? Thank you. Thank you. Jesus said to everyone on the hillside listening to him, he said this, anyone who listens to my teaching and follows it is wise, like a person who builds a house on a solid rock. Though the rain comes in torrents and the floodwaters rise and the winds beat against the house, it won't collapse because it's built on bedrock. That's what Jesus said. And so I want you to tell me, Jesus said, anyone who listens to my teachings and follows them is what? What's the word he used? Lydia? Wise, yes. Okay, so we're going to do a turn and talk. Turn and talk to your neighbor about this. What does wise mean? And how is smart different than wise? We're going to just take about 10 seconds. How is smart different than wise? So good. Excellent dialogue happening in this room. I'll give you what I think. Smart just means you know the right answer. Wise means you know the right thing to do and you do it. You know like how it's a school morning and your mom and dad or the person that takes care of you, you know, it says, get out of bed. You need to get up in time so you can have breakfast. But you're being like so lazy and you do not feel like getting out of bed. You know what I'm talking about? Do you ever, do you usually, do you, do you like skip breakfast sometimes because you're too lazy to get out of bed on time? No. <laughs> you're eaters. <laughs> well, is it good for us to eat breakfast? Yes. Yes, it's wise. Because if we don't, we might get super hungry before lunch and our stomach is growling and we feel like we're going to die. And if we get up in the morning in enough time to have a good breakfast, and because we know it's good for us, we're being wise. That's just one example of being wise. Jesus said if anyone listens to his teaching and then actually does what they, Jesus says, they are what? Wise. Very good. Thank you. Amanda. Yeah. I think I have a game. What? A game? Yes, a game. Imagine that. That the kids could, could help them understand what it means to be wise better. Let's do it! So I need two adult volunteers and two kid volunteers. Renee, Landon, 
And let's see. You want to help? Yeah. You got your hand up. <laughs> Come on, Leighton. All right. Where's the adults? Or semi-adults? <laughs> Come on, Landon. All right. Landon and Leighton are going to be the sand team. So go stand behind the container with sand. And you two are going to be the rock team. Don't touch it yet. And find the pan with the rock in it. So, your job is to build a house on top of what you've been given. The rules are, don't touch the rock, don't touch the sand. And for You those can of, touch it, just don't mess just don't, with it. Just don't move it around. You have just a few seconds to build it. <laughs> of course she touches it. You have just a few seconds to see how tall you can build your house on it. Okay? Lincoln log style. Lincoln log style. For those of you that play with Lincoln logs. Leighton <laughs> played with them. So when I say go, you're going to try your best to build, the, build it the fastest and the tallest. And we'll see who wins. Are you ready? Set? Go. Go. Go, go, go. You guys are taking forever. Trying to see if this is Lincoln Log style. Oh, wow. They're really getting complicated up here. (laughs) We're going for heights, not stability. Make it tall. Okay, you have about 10 more seconds. (laughs) You guys want to count down with me? Let's count down. 10, 9, 8. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Everybody stop. Okay. Move around back here so we can see your creations. Oh, my goodness. Okay, kids, can you tell which one's the tallest? I don't think this, the stick sticking out counts as height. I think it's that one, don't you? They look like they won. They look like they won. Yeah, but wait a minute, wait a minute. There's something I didn't tell you guys. The winner has to be able to survive my flood. Ooh. Okay? Now let's see who wins. And that's not going anywhere. Oh, what's happening? What happened, kids? Did it stay? Okay, let's try the sand one. Oh, Oh, what happened? It fell. So here's my question now. Did the sand team win? No. No. (laughs) Were they wise to build on the sand? No. Why not? Why not, Lydia? Why weren't they wise? (laughs) What's wrong with building on sand? It sinks. It's not strong, is it? But they didn't have a choice. You're right. So it looks like what team won? The rock team. The rock team. Can we give them a hand? Thank you, rock and sand team. What's your one question? It doesn't rain in the desert. It doesn't rain in the desert. Clever. <laughs>
<laughs> so Jesus said, if we listen to his teaching and follow it, we'll be wise, like a person who built their house on a rock. Have you ever seen a rock so huge you could build an entire house on it? No. I haven't either. I found a picture of one. But, I mean, we don't have a whole lot of rocks like that around here. When we build a house here in Indiana, we pour cement to lay a foundation. Here's a picture of a cement slab foundation. The house you live in has a foundation, and so does mine. A foundation is really strong. It's as strong as a big rock. And when you build a house on a foundation, it will last a really long time. Even if there's a lot of big storms and super blowy wind and hurricanes and tornadoes, because it has something strong holding it up. So Jesus is saying that if we listen to what he says in the Bible and what he says to our heart by the Holy Spirit, and we do it, then we are wise and life will go better for us because we have a strong foundation. And that's our big idea, right? We're going to say it again. Let's do it together. Build your life on Jesus. So good. Okay, we're going to do it really slow motion now. Build your life on Jesus. Right, right, okay. We're going to do it really fast now. Ready, ready? Build your life on Jesus. <laughs> I messed up a little bit too. Okay, we're going to move on in our story because there's a whole second part to this story that I haven't told you yet. So let's, let's read it together. But anyone who hears my teaching and doesn't obey it is foolish. Like a person who builds a house on sand when the rains and floods come and the winds beat against the house, it will collapse with a mighty crash. Everybody say crash. Yes. So good. (laughs) Now Jesus tells us the opposite basically of what he just said. The first house was built by someone who was wise, right? What kind of person built this house? What's the word Jesus uses? Yeah, almost. But what's the word Jesus used for this person? Yes, Kaylin. No, opposite. No, Lydia. Foolish. So good. Okay, let's do another turn and talk. Talk to your neighbor about what foolish means. That's good. That's good. Have you ever met someone who was really smart, like they got good grades or good at school, but they make choices that are just pretty silly? Have you met some? Give me a two-handed wave if you've met somebody like that. If you like have a friend like that right now, we all have one. That's right. So (laughs) when we know exactly what the right thing to do is, and then we don't do it, Sometimes it's because we're being a little foolish, right? Jesus is saying that a person who hears the teachings of Jesus but then doesn't do what he says is like a person who built their house on the sand. And what happened when Sarah poured water on the sand house? You're right, Eliza. It totally collapsed. And Jesus was talking about laying a strong spiritual foundation, a foundation where we spend time with Jesus by praying and 
worshiping and coming to church and learning to do what he said to do. But we can't just listen to what he said, can we? No, we have to do what Jesus said. And when we do what Jesus said, we're building our life on Jesus. And that's what it means to build our life on Jesus. Learning what he said to do and then doing it. That's our big idea, right? We're going to do it again. Ready? Build your life on Jesus. Okay, now we're going to say it in a whisper voice. Build your life on Jesus. A little bit louder. Build your life on Jesus. A little louder. Build your life on Jesus. Now shout it. Build your life on Jesus. Woo! <laughs> and that's what we're doing every Sunday in Be Kids with you. We're trying to lay a good foundation for you to know Jesus. We want to help you build your life on Jesus. We want you to have a strong foundation in Jesus so that when things happen that are really hard in your life, when it feels like your whole life is a storm or a hurricane, you won't collapse. You'll be able to trust Jesus to keep you safe and keep you strong during the storm. And that's what Sarah wants to talk to all of us about now. But she's going to especially talk to the big people in the room. Because guess what? They're all trying to help you build your life on Jesus too. Sarah, can you talk to us about that? So at Branches, we believe that children are not the next generation but the now generation. And kids, do you have any idea what that means? Leighton? <laughs> What's it mean to be the now generation, not the next generation? Liam? What? Kids rule the, kids rule the world. <laughs> Anybody? Jaden? What's he say? We're the leaders of today. That's a good one. Leighton. You are the future, Micah. You don't know either. So here is a good description of it. You can serve God now. You can glorify God now. You don't have to wait till the future. You don't have to wait till the next thing. You are fully capable of following God right now. You're not too young. Does that make more sense? So kind of. So that's what we believe at branches. So to follow up with that, now I'm going to talk to the adults. To follow up with that, we are doing initiative with B Kids for this year. And it's in three parts. The first part is kind of outward focused. We noticed if we were visitors coming in the front door. There's not a real obvious place to go check our kids in. There's nothing that screams, hey, this is B Kids over here. We've got, you know, doors that say elementary and stuff, but nothing screams B Kids. So in the future, we hope to build a check-in counter across in the foyer where the sitting area is. This check-in counter will be manned by B Kids team members, and B Kids team members will be the only ones that allow the kids in and out. And the whole thought process behind that is to provide better security for the kids and peace of mind for their parents and any visitors that come to drop kids off. So that's the first part of our initiative. 
The next two parts are focused inward. We're focusing on our our team within branches. So the first one is just getting all our teachers on the same page, making sure they understand the curriculum, making sure that they're on time and prepared and ready to pour into these kids and help build that foundation. And kids, that goes right back to your big idea, right? Who remembers what the big idea is? Layton. Good job. Let's say it together. You ready? Build your life on Jesus. Do it again really, really loud. Ready? Build your life on Jesus. Good job. So adults, the last initiative is building that foundation with the kids. And to do that, we need more people. Right now, we're kind of slim in the big room, and we need you to join our team. How many of you adults or teenagers had somebody, had another adult pour into your life, either led you to Jesus or mentored you as a child? Raise your hand if you ever had that. So what I'm asking now is that you be that adult for these kids. Be once a month serving in B-Kids and pouring that foundation for these children. So if you are interested in that, feel free to talk to me after church or fill out the um, team member card in the seat back pocket and drop it in the box on the way out. Yes, Leighton. Go to your mom. Yes, she may use the bathroom. Okay, kids, I promise we are almost done. You have done such a great job sitting and being patient. So right now, what we're going to do is we're going to pray, and then we're going to have ministry time and a song. So everybody sit on your bottoms and put your hands in your laps. And we're all going to close our eyes, and we're gonna, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. God, I thank you so much for this morning. I thank you for um, teaching us about what it is to have a firm foundation and to be wise and build our trust in you and not in this world, God. I pray that you would just continue to be with us um, and just lay our roots in you, God. Be with these children as they go about their week this week at school, Lord. Help them to be wise. Help them to um, be the now generation and lead others to Christ. And I just ask this in your name. Amen. And I'll just ask Alicia to come up. All right. Now is one of the coolest parts of our service because we get to practice what we just learned about. Are you ready? No? I think you are. I think you're ready. We are going to move into our ministry time, and this is just a time that we take every Sunday um, just to press into what the Holy Spirit is doing um, in our own lives and um, to receive prayer for anything that we might have prayer requests for. Do any of you have anything you'd like prayer for today? Because you can get prayer today. You do? Awesome. So just hold on. I'm going to give you some instructions about what we're going to do with that. So Um, This morning, we had a group of people meet, and um, this is open to anybody who would like to just practice hearing more from the Holy Spirit. And we just sit and ask God, hey, what are you, what are you doing today? Do you have any words that you want to tell us? And he did. He told us some words this morning. So those words are on the screen, and so I'll read them to you. Um, So one of the words was to lean on God for peace and comfort because somebody might be facing something that's like really big and maybe kind of scary and he wants to to help you with that. Um, 
There was another word for somebody who feels like they're like, there's a, a big, something that they're trying to do and it's really hard and they just have to keep pushing forward. And God says to keep pressing on and you'll find strength in him. Um, there was also a word for dealing with food insecurity. Um, and as well as maybe somebody spoke some words to you and they kind of, they really hurt you. They hurt your feelings and you would like some prayer for that. So today we have some special ministry team members who are going to be in the back of the room who would love to pray with you um, over anything at all, whether it's on the screen or maybe there's something else going on that you would like prayer for. And you can head to the back of the room to receive prayer. Okay, so we're going to do that in just a minute. So if my ministry team members will head to the back of the room, and I'll meet you back there in just a second. And for the rest of us, we are going to stand up, and we're just going to take that time to press in and listen to the Holy Spirit. We've been talking about building our life on God, on Jesus, and this is a great way to do that. We can press in to that. So I'm just going to ask that you just close your eyes and hold out your hands, and we're just going to invite the Holy Spirit Listen for anything um, that he might be speaking to you. And then between now and the end of the service, you can um, come back and receive prayer. And we'd love to pray with you. So we're just going to close our eyes and hold out our hands. And we're just going to wait for a little bit. And we're going to say, come Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, we want to partner with you today. Would you come and touch our hearts right now? You can come and receive prayer at any time. Mm 